Welcome to the ACC Panic Room alongside Lauren Brownlow. I'm Joe Ovias. I guess we could start with Carolina, where they've officially entered what I like to call this time of year for the NCAA tournament. Don't do anything dumb season. Yeah. Uh, and look, it, it was a nice performance against a Florida State team that's a shell of itself. Um, and 62 points in the first half is nothing to sneeze at. It's good to see Caleb Love out of whatever slump that he's in, and even Dontre Styles getting some minutes. I mean, all these things are good, but you and I have discussed this. It's like I can't trust North Carolina yet because no. of all the other things that I've seen, but just don't do anything dumb, and they should be fine for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, I would think so. Like, let's assume they continue to play well at home. I mean, so let's give them three home wins remaining. They're at Virginia Tech and at NC State. So I guess the don't do anything stupid would certainly qualify with the home games and then obviously at NC State. And other than that, yeah, I mean, that's if they take care of business for the most part, I don't see why they don't get in the tournament. You know, one thing that we've always talked about, and after the Duke game, I was pessimistic about North Carolina's chances, but... I still hold to like one truism. And I know, like, shout out to Matt Norlander of CBS, who's going to roll his eyes if he ever watches these things. You do have to fill out the field of 68 some way, somehow. Yes, like. And North Carolina, North Carolina, it gets into a group, this this pool. And I, I understand how the process works. And I know the people who have been a part of this process and have seen it will like yell at me about how it's analytical and everything else. But sometimes I do believe when you get into that jumbled group, the thing that sometimes will eliminate you right out of the bat is something that's embarrassing. And North Carolina, for two things. One, you got to fill, fill out the field of 68. Right. Two, some previous wins might be recontextualized. So, for instance, that Michigan win at home. Yeah, that's a quad one win now, y'all. Has has kind of been repositioned. So the, these things do matter in the grand scheme of things. And the one thing that I do believe and hold true and agree with everybody else the NCAA does a much better job of looking at the totality of your season rather than how you're finishing at the end. If you look at the totality of the season, if they lose at Duke, if that's their last loss going into the, NC into the ACC tournament, right? I can see UNC making an argument to get in. I mean, they're going to be somewhere near the top of the ACC standings. They're going to have a, a good amount of wins. They're, they're not overwhelmingly fantastic. Like, it's not a no, great but resume, but it's not I a bad resume either. Well, that's the other thing. Like, I know there have been other teams brought up as examples here. Like, well, they, you know, they, they, they want to see quad one wins. They don't care about your net. Look what happened state when they they had a high net. Like, but it's not the same situation. If you're going to bring up, if you're going to bring up NC State right. and that net and the year that they were left out of the NCAA yeah. tournament, they had one glaring red flag that took them out of that pool. That was the big fat number 353. That's the thing. That's what people don't understand. And I don't know why people leave this out when they talk about that NC State team. Mm -hmm. You can't. What the, the NCAA was pissed that somehow State gamed their system and was able to manage to have a good net in spite of the fact that their non-conference schedule was that bad. But they were going to make a point, and if there was any way to leave them out after that kind of schedule, they were trying to send the message of, look, don't try any shenanigans in the future, like, mm -hmm. we're going to keep you out if your non-con stinks. And North Carolina's non-con did not stink. Did they win all the games they wanted to against that non-con? No, but it didn't stink. And it's hard to imagine the NCAA going, you know what? They played all these hard games in the non-conference, <laughs> but they didn't win any of them. And yeah. so 
all things being equal, even without a bad loss, we're just going to leave them out. I just don't envision that being the case. Well, the issue for North Carolina, the one thing to be fair about their opportunities, they had a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Uh, they got more opportunities than mid-major teams get opportunities with Q1s. Yes. And in those opportunities, they got blown out. Right. They, have, that, they got, that, they got blown the out in every does. single one of those games. So if, yes. uh, if you're looking at North Carolina against tournament teams, it's not pretty. Right. Uh, but again... There are some other things that are going for North Carolina, but it gets back to what you've told me because I've I've sat here like, oh, you know, maybe North Carolina can turn a little bit of corner here. You keep telling me don't trust them. <laughs> I don't trust them because the thing is to me, when you look at them, what's the most logical thing that happens, right? I think the most logical thing is they win all the games except for the Duke game, maybe obviously Duke and then at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. That's one to me that you circle a little bit. And to me, that's a game that if they lose – that makes things a little dicier for them heading into the ACC tournament. I think if their next loss is at Duke, I don't think this is a conversation that we're having is all I'm trying to say all year to people. Like it's two different questions. If you ask me if they're going to make the tournament, if I had to bet my life on that, no, I wouldn't bet my life on that because it means having to trust this team. And I don't do that. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Speaking of Duke, uh, they got a relatively comfortable win against Boston College, not surprised by that. Uh, Boston College is not one of the good teams in this ACC. It, you know, the way they bounced back against Clemson was nice, but that's easy to do after the loss to Virginia. So really what we're looking for with Duke is what happens on Tuesday night against right. Wake Forest, uh, a plucky Wake Forest team that had some trouble this weekend. But again, I'm guessing they're going to want to go into that building and make amends for what happened with Duke went to Winston-Salem and flexed on them in the second half. Uh, I still think Duke's going to win this game, but I think I'm going to learn more about this Duke team, as we've discussed, Lauren. can be a little front-runnery, and I know something that you like to point out. They don't like it when other teams don't back down. So I'll be curious to see how Wake Forest has bounced back from that one game. And is Wake Forest that way? You know, I mean... Don't know. I don't know. Everybody's been everybody's been down on North Carolina, and I'm not saying it's not deserved. It is deserved, and and Wake has been a great story. So I'm not saying the two should be comparable in the way that we talk about them and in the feel good nature of it all, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't have that much more than North Carolina in terms of quality wins, you know. And 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 every, we like they Steve have Forbes. Similar, that's what that's the quality they have. Everybody likes Steve Forbes. They have fewer losses too, so I understand yeah. that part. But like, and they did beat the crap out of North Carolina, obviously. So I'm not suggesting somehow that North Carolina is better. I'm just saying that when we look at Wake and we go, how good are they? And I feel like we still don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we. And to me, this is a big. This is a circle game for me because. They didn't look very good against Miami. That's a position that maybe it's hard to get your guys up for, especially knowing they've got Duke coming up next. And I think they got a little caught up. And I think you have to have your mental toughness be at a very high level to go into Cameron and do, you know, like what Virginia did last week. You have to be ready to to take whatever gets thrown at you there. Not literally, but not anymore anyway. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, you have to be ready for that. You have to be ready to get kind of punched in the mouth. So it'll be interesting to see how Wake responds to that. Plenty of teams go in there and, and kind of fold up in that environment. So we'll close on we'll close on NC State um, with look. I know that State's not good this year, uh, and when you look at the standings, they're very comparable to teams like Pitt, like Boston College. But we view State a little bit differently because we see guys like Darian Sebron, we see Terquavion Smith. We can see the promise. All right. There. Well, I saw people saying like State can't lose at Pitt. 
And I'm I like, said it. Why? I said it. it. And then I realized what I said. And sometimes I'm so like locked in. I'm like, no, state should be better than this. Through, I know. You know they, they fight, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You, It's Spider-Man pointing me at this point with some of these losses. Like, you're the same team. Yeah. And I, I'm sitting here saying, that's a bad loss. I'm like, is it a bad loss? I mean, state's just not that good. So. <laughs> right. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we've talked about state enough times where it's just the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. So instead of instead of talking about another NC State loss, how about we go ahead and uh, we talk about the home field collection that was introduced yesterday? Me, what, do you, what do you say? You know, I almost bought one of these. Oh, I bought. I'll tell you which. You, you get to guess which one I actually did buy. So I, I here's. Yeah. So here's the uh, here's the NC State collection um, uh, from Homefield. If you're not familiar with Homefield, they've done uh, they've been around for a few years. They really caught on with like the fringy college football fans. Shout out to Spencer Hall and and Holly, um, you know, in the shutdown full cast because they've had that partnership and they sell really cool vintage shirts. So North Carolina got a Homefield drop in the football season and they had some really cool things. I actually bought some stuff from that collection for gifts and whatnot. So they finally dropped the state collection this weekend, and there's some good vintage stuff. I mean, I mean, look at the, look at this cardiac patcher back in from nineteen eighty three with the yeah. cartoony wolf That's and everything rad. else. I, I, love lo- I love this shirt. This shirt is great. I love it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see if I can I, go go back. The one I almost bought, and it, it to, was in my cart, and I just uh-huh. with some other stuff, and I just was kind of like, nope, not yet. I just. It's a big, it's a big per- I'm I'm about to was the howling cow one. Well, it's funny you mention that because yeah, I bought the shirt. <laughs> I couldn't yeah, I, like, I couldn't say I couldn't say no to this shirt. Dude, I was I like, ah, I'm not going to buy anything. Oh, that's whatever. No big deal. And then I saw this one and I'm like, yes. damn Some it. Weird creepy old-time cartoon animal characters on it too. Yes. Like it's perfection. I love yeah. it. So I uh, I went ahead I went ahead and I bought I bought this one and they are athletic uh, fit so I did get a large I mean I just like you know what I could throw that thing I could throw that thing under a blazer you know when I go to the ACC tournament in Brooklyn I'll rock that shirt what's the problem right um, yeah so yeah I, I bought that shirt <laughs> because I couldn't I, I I had that in my cart I had an A and T uh, band shirt in my cart like I'm just. I need to just stop. I had to, like an anteaters thing. I, eventually, I'm just going to pull the trigger and buy these things. But it's just, it's a big purchase. Sorry. I, uh, so I, I accidentally, sorry. I accidentally, I accidentally hit the wrong button. So I, I, I backed out of the wrong thing instead of, uh... <laughs> hey, I know what I'm doing from time to time. Maybe occasionally, you know. So anyway, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll there, there's the Howlin' Cow shirt again. Anyway, um, I I bought that one, and then I gave consideration to the hoodie. The hoodie. Oh I my god! Gave consideration to that, that hoodie. That wolf. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And this this is like peak '80s, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and then the dear old state was just hilarious to me. Nice with the K out court. Uh, mm-hmm. But here's this is the other one that I bought because I I really like I really like the slobbering wolf. Yes, me too. I like the slobbering wolf. Yes. I like the old school logo. And okay, that one. So yeah, 
Shout out to you're gonna, uh, you're gonna freak some state fans out to see you like earnestly wearing NC State gear. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't. I was gonna say I don't wear that stuff to work. You know, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like catching me. Like you're never, you're never, ever, ever gonna see me wearing uh, my. There's a, there's a biscuit place in the Outer Banks. Mm. That and you know what I'm talking about. I have some of their apparel. Yeah, you're, you're never gonna see me wearing that for work. So, anyway, that's gonna wrap Why it up. Why would this you edition. compare wearing that stuff to wearing a state sweatshirt? <laughs> because it's just as offensive to some people if they were to see me wearing state stuff. And you know who I'm talking about. I. You know who I'm talking about. NC State people would be offended by me wearing NC State stuff. <laughs> all right, that's gonna wrap it up for this edition of the ACC Panic Room. We will see you all later in the week.